Hey guys, it's Kenzie, and welcome back to the Keep It Colorful podcast. What is up, guys? So as I'm recording this, it is Friday, April 8th at 2.15. Not that you give a crap what time it is, but it's 2.15 for me. Um, so since it's Friday, it is officially my first day, uh, well, like half a day of spring break, which is so exciting. So I have been craving a week of relaxation, and the public school system decided to give it to me. Well, they didn't just give it to me. They gave it to everybody. That's just kind of how it works. But um, yeah, so I'm very excited. If you couldn't tell that I get a week off of school, I plan on doing nothing but laying in bed, drinking coffee, and thrifting, and not moving, like, all week long. So stay tuned for that. Super exciting stuff. Um, What is new in my life? I feel like I haven't... I, I update you guys every single episode, but for whatever reason, I still feel like I haven't updated you guys in a while. I don't know. It's a really weird feeling, but what is new? So recently, I have been spending a good chunk of change. Let me me, uh, preface this. So this is something that I didn't realize that was like a part of being an adult, but it is, and it's weird, and I don't think that I was fully prepared for it until I started doing it, but I kind of feel good about it. So Recently, I spent a good chunk of change on things that I need for college. So I just made a, uh, literally today I made another purchase. Um, I bought things like a bathrobe, towels, toiletries. Um, What else did I get? I got a mattress topper today. That's what I bought today. And it's just like, I guess it's weird to me because most of my life when I had money, whether it was birthday money, Christmas money, money that I worked for, like whatever the case was, whenever I had my own money, it was typically to buy things that I wanted. Like when I was nine, I would go and get Pokemon cards. And now I spend my money on coffee and thrifting and things that I enjoy now. Like most of the time when I have my own money, I spend it on things that I don't necessarily need, but I want. So it's quite a change of pace to be spending my money, my cold hard cash, the cash that I've worked for, on things that I don't necessarily want, but I need. Well, it's not that I don't want them. I want them because I'm going to need them. But it's more of like a necessity than it is like a desire. Does that make sense? I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm still definitely getting things that I want. I did buy the towels that are $10 more expensive because they're cuter than the other ones. And I feel no shame for it. Um, it might not be best for my finances or my bank account that I am spending 10 extra dollars on towels because I think they're cuter. Um, however, what, like, I'm not mad about it. (laughs) I, it's me. It is what it is, I guess. But yeah, so that's something that's been really weird. Um, I'm feeling like a little adult and I guess I am kind of a little adult. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. Like I am an adult, so it's, it's weird, but like, I still feel like I'm five. So I don't know, but yeah, I've been feeling good about it. I've been feeling very justified in my purchases. I have been saving my money and now I can spend it on things that like make me feel mature. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm not really mature if I'm saying I feel much. I, I don't know. Anyways, so I've been buying things with my money. Um, another thing that has made me feel like an adult, this past weekend, I went to my college campus that I'm committed to and I'll be attending in the fall for a campus host program that they offer, which is basically where you get to stay with somebody who is also in your major and get to learn about campus life. I met a bunch of people. I got to tour the campus from like the inside perspective. I even got to like sleep there and eat campus food. And I made a bunch of new friends and overall just had like a really good weekend. 
Um, but the part that made me feel like an adult is that, yes, I am going to flex this, that I drove on the highway like the big girl that I am all by myself down to my college campus. I stayed the whole weekend by myself doing my own thing and then drove myself all the way back home and I did not cry once. I did not cry one time and I spent an entire three days by myself being a little adult. Actually, was it three days? It might have been two days. Whatever. It doesn't make it any less impressive that I did the whole thing by myself and did not cry once. So round of applause for me. You don't have to clap, but I'm going to clap for myself because I am proud. I am very proud of myself. Um, yeah, so that was, I guess, another thing. I don't know. What else is new? I, oh, 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 I... <laughs> I have one more thing to share before we hop into today's episode because I'm already taking way too long, but I'm going to share something that as soon as they hear this, when they watch my podcast, my parents and my brother are going to be like, Kenzie, shut up. Oh, whatever. Okay. So the other day I went thrifting with my dad. So my dad and I do these little like daddy daughter dates where we'll go get coffee after school or go thrifting. That's something that we just both enjoy doing that we like to do together. So we went thrifting the other day after school and I was walking around Goodwill and I found, I don't even think you're ready for this, pastel yellow jeans. You heard me right, pastel yellow jeans. And I was like, these are super cute. I tried them on and they fit like a mother freaking glove, like a glove. Jeans have never fit me better than these jeans fit me. They were like, they they hugged everywhere correctly. They were like tight at the hips, but then like loose around the legs. I know you don't care about the fit of my jeans, but when I tell you these were my new favorite pants, they were my new favorite pants. And I was so excited. I legitimately screamed at Goodwill when I saw these pants because I was so thrilled. Okay, so now flash forward. I wore them Friday of last week, so a week ago, to my boyfriend's um, aunt's party, aunt, like birthday party. And I wore them with like the super like indie like hippie top that had like flowers on it whatever it matched perfectly and the outfit was super cute and I got compliments from like some of my friends and people who saw the jeans that they were super cute so I took them off that night changed my pjs and then I went to my campus host program and I just kind of threw them on my floor because I've been super lazy recently about putting my clothes away and my room has been a mess for like a few days and then when I got home it was like a few days later, I went to go find the jeans to wear them to school and I could not find them anywhere. They had like vaporized from the planet. And when I tell you I've searched up and down my house, I have searched everywhere. I looked all around my room in every drawer. I tore my bedroom apart. All of my family members looked in their clothes. I looked in the laundry room. I looked in the laundry basket. I legitimately looked in my couch cushions because sometimes we fold the laundry on the couch and they are nowhere to be found. So I am, as you can tell, I'm very emotionally distraught about these missing jeans because they are just so cute and now they're gone and I want to be able to wear them. And I know they have to be in my house somewhere. So I'm like trying not to stress about it too much, but clearly I am because I'm still talking about it. And it's been like, a, it's been a good chunk of days since I found this out. Um... So yeah, like other than that, life's been good. Other than the fact that I've lost my spectacular show-stopping statement piece yellow jeans, I have been doing all right. So <laughs> I'm going to get into the topic of today's episode because I could talk about these jeans all episode long, but to be frank, I don't think anybody wants to hear about my yellow jeans for 20 minutes. So we're going to move on. 
I'm just like waiting to like get a text from my brother. So I'm not a quiet person. So when I record these podcasts, anybody that's in my house can hear me and hear what I'm talking about. Um, And his bedroom is like right next to mine kind of. And I'm waiting to get a text from him being like, stop talking about the stupid jeans because I accused him of hiding my jeans as an April Fool's Day prank. Uh, I don't think he hid my jeans, but um, (laughs) I'm just waiting to get like a text to be like, Kenzie, shut the hell up about the jeans. Nobody gives a crap. Um, But yeah, so moving on. (laughs) Today, I want to talk about something that was actually requested for me to talk about. I got a DM on Instagram and somebody asked me if they could request a topic. And of course, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I love getting suggestions. So if anyone listening to this podcast is like, hey, I really want you to talk about this. This is something I'm curious about. Whatever. Feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Keep It Colorful Podcast. You can shoot me a DM be like, hey, can you talk about this? Hey, something in this realm, whatever it is. And I will try my very best to do it. So since I did not have a topic for this Tuesday's episode and I got this DM, it just worked out perfectly that it was going to be the next Tuesday's episode. So the question was, or I guess not question, but like the topic was how to deal with the loss of a best friend and maybe some advice on how to keep going in life and move forward from it. So when I first responded and was like, yeah, of course I'll take suggestions. I did not know what the suggestion was, but man oh man does this hit close to home and I'm sure that so many of you guys can relate or even just understand because many people have to deal with this at some point in their lives and it is not easy like losing somebody that you consider to be your best friend is it sucks there's no way of going around it being an off situation because when you care about somebody and you put your trust in them and they mean that much to you there's no way to lose that without having to deal with broken hearts and broken trust and honestly just sadness because like I said that person meant so much to you and now they're not a part of your life anymore or if they are a part of your life it's not in a good way um so I have lost my fair share of I'm gonna put quotations here you just can't see them best friends and it has taught me a lot to say the least. So I'm gonna just share my two cents. So I guess my first real memory of losing a best friend really wasn't all that long ago, but it was kind of one of those situations where I had lost that friend so many times and we had such a just not healthy friendship that I kind of mourned the death of our friendship before the friendship officially ended. Um, So we were friends for a a good, a considerable chunk of time. And we were like as tight-knit as tight-knit got, peas in a pod, every day at each other's houses. We just were constantly together. And I think both of us kind of knew that our friendship was very, it kind of felt off and on, like, we just weren't ever really on the same page. And a lot of things were just not beneficial for either of us. But we cared so much about each other that we were constantly willing to make it work. And I guess we just kind of got to the point where we both decided that it just wasn't good for us anymore. We knew that we cared about each other and we wanted the best for each other. But at the end of the day, the best wasn't for us to remain friends. And that friendship was hard for me to lose just because I genuinely did care about this person and I wanted to see them happy. And I hoped that 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 would be with them as my friend. 
And I really wanted it to work out, but deep down I knew it wouldn't. And like I said, I had already mourned the loss of this friendship way before we stopped communicating and way before we stopped being best friends. Um, So I guess it didn't hurt as bad when it finally ended because years in the making of something falling apart, it doesn't seem so drastic. So in a case like that, I don't really have a lot to share because, to be honest, I kind of just moved on with life. And don't get me wrong, it was definitely still hard. I don't want to undermine my feelings or theirs, for that matter, because it was definitely still difficult to not have them as my first person to text when something went wrong or when something was good. Um, But it wasn't as, like I said, it just wasn't as, like, sudden, out of nowhere kind of loss of friendship. Um, But I did recently, even more recent than that, um, lose a group of friends that was very, very, very tough for me. This one, at least for me, felt completely out of nowhere. It was like a smack straight to the face and left me with that feeling of like, there is a literal chunk of my heart missing. And it took me a very long time to get rid of that hollow feeling and way longer than I care to admit to find closure. And I think that this was one of the hardest parts about losing this friendship. And if you've ever experienced this in this way, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. When you don't know why, when you're left with that question of why it happened, there are about a million other questions that you don't get the answers to. And you're kind of left to play this game of fill in everything you know and try and connect the dots and answer questions that you don't have the answers to. And I know for at least me personally, when I answer those questions, I tend to put myself in the blame, even if I don't, even if there's no blame to go around, even if I'm not the reason that this friendship ended, I tend to put that weight all on my shoulders. For example, why am I not good enough? Why didn't they want me? And that caused me to go into a whole other spiral of lows and of sadness that I wasn't ready to, I was not prepared to face. I wasn't ready to handle. And it was very, very difficult for me to get out of because I was just stuck in this constant cycle of why am I not good enough and not being able to figure out what it was, which just made me feel even worse and made me feel even less than enough. I am the type of person that when something finishes, I like to have it tied up in a pretty little bow. I don't like cliffhangers and I don't like feeling unfinished. I crave closure. And in this case, closure was literally miles away and I still don't think I have it. (laughs) Like, I don't think I'll ever get the closure that I felt as though I needed at that time. Um, But I guess something that I had to come to terms with is that not all closure is the same. And also that you're not always going to get the closure that you're looking for. And that's okay. Um, When I had to deal with my first loss of a best friend, I got exactly the closure I needed. We both came to terms with the fact that some friendships aren't meant to last forever. Sometimes you come into a person's life to teach them lessons and to bring them temporary happiness, but you can't necessarily stay in that same place forever. You have to grow and evolve and change. And sometimes that means you're going to be driven apart. And that's totally okay. I learned from that. That was what I needed. But from this friendship, I could not figure out the lesson that this was supposed to bring me. I couldn't figure out why 
this happened or what I was going to learn from it. But I think what I learned from it was that sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes things just happen. And that is also something to learn from. Now, looking back on it a year later, I have a way different perspective than I could even have dreamed of when I was going through it because I was just so sad and confused and I could not wrap my head around anything because I was just feeling every emotion. And sometimes when you are in your feels and everything is just falling apart in front of you, it's really hard to take a step back and look at the big picture. But now I feel like I am working on, I'm not even going to say I'm there yet because sometimes it is still very hard. Um, Recently, it was very hard and I am working on grounding myself and finding whatever lesson I can take out of it. So I guess the first step, (laughs) if you will, in how I started to move on and go on with life is realizing, like I said earlier, that not everybody comes into your life to stay. Some people come into your life to teach you lessons and to help you grow as a person. And sometimes, if you're lucky, they'll stay in your life forever and you'll continue to grow as people, not only by yourselves, but together as a friendship or a relationship or anything, honestly. But Sometimes someone comes into your life to teach you a lesson, to help you grow as a person, and sometimes those aren't bad things either, but they aren't meant to be in your life forever. They're just a chapter in your story, not a part of the entire novel, and that is something that is really hard to come to terms with when the person who is not meant to be in your life forever is somebody you really, really care about or somebody that you wanted to be in your life forever. Another thing I've been trying to do, which is a lot easier said than done, um, but has been bringing me a lot of inner peace, is taking it at face value, taking it for what it was and accepting what it was. Just because it didn't end the way I wanted doesn't mean that the times weren't good. These group, This group of people changed my life. And we had some of the best times together. And I don't want to change those memories. I won't allow myself to change those memories from good things to bad things just because we're no longer friends anymore. I won't delete the photos. And I won't pretend like I didn't have fun and like it wasn't some of the best times of my life because I did. I still think back on jokes that we had or weekends we spent together that were just amazing. And I think that that's okay. There is closure in appreciating and enjoying the good times while still accepting that the bad ones happened and you have to move on from those. We are different people now. I am not the same person I was when I was friends with them. And they are certainly not the same people they were when they were friends with me, but that's okay. (laughs) It is completely okay. And honestly, I've gained a lot of things from losing that friendship that I would not have had if I was still in that friendship. And those things know what they are and know who they are. (laughs) But I have gained so much from losing this friendship. And I guess I never would have seen that if it didn't happen. I'm going to say this and it might not make any sense, but if you allow it to resonate with you and you think about it, it it just might. Um, Not all bad things that happen 
are bad things. I'm going to say that one more time because it's a little confusing, but not all bad things that happen are bad things. And I really just want you to take that. And if you are struggling with this right now and you lost your best friend or you lost somebody that you really cared about, this goes beyond just friends. But I really want you to think about that. I know it's hard to see. It is so incredibly hard to see the big picture when you are right up in it and it is two centimeters in front of your face and you just, all you can see is blurry dots. But time heals all. As time goes on, you'll allow yourself and just be able to take a few steps back and start to see the picture a little bit bigger. And I am a year out from losing these people and I'm still not seeing the whole big picture yet. There's still questions that I want answers to. There's still things that hurt me. But every day I take another step back. Every single day I'm able to see another chunk of the picture. And I hope that one day I get far enough back that the picture's complete. And like I said, I'm able to see it for exactly what it was. But until that day comes, I am allowing myself grace and I'm understanding my emotions and letting myself feel them. Because like I said in the beginning, it's not easy. There's no way that you can spin losing somebody that makes it something that's enjoyable or fun. But it's a part of life and it's a part of life that we have to accept. So that's my two cents on it. You guys can take it or leave it. I'm just an 18-year-old girl trying to figure her own stuff out. But from what I've experienced and really recently, that's what I've got. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. We'll end it with a high-low because that's the drill. Um, My high for today is that the sun is shining and I went for coffee with my dad and we had a really good time. So those are my highs for today. Oh, oh my goodness. I always mess up my own game. My low for today is that I lost my yellow jeans and my high is that it's a beautiful day and I had coffee with my dad. Okay. <laughs> Go share your high lows with me on Instagram. I already mentioned it, but it's at Keep a Colorful Podcast. You can DM them to me, comment them on a post, whatever you want. I love hearing about your guys' days. If you have a suggestion, feel free to reach out to me, and I will try my very hardest to get it done as soon as possible. Okay, that's all I've got for you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day, week, month, year, and life. I hope you come back next Tuesday for the next episode, but if not, thank you for joining me today. I think that's it. Okay, I love you. Bye. I'll see you guys somewhere else on the internet. Peace.